Welcome back to All Up In Your Business. I am Jay Sokol with Finance Director Mary Ellen Leonard. This is episode three of our All Up In Your Budget mini-series about the city's proposed fiscal year 2022 budget. This time, Mary Ellen, you're going to be tackling enterprise funds. So electric, water, wastewater, solid waste, Northgate parking, all those glamorous areas. Um, So with that in mind, what should we know about these particular areas and how they look in this proposed budget? So these are the businesses that the city runs. So we operate just like any other business would. Um, The biggest thing I think um, has to do with what is called winter storm URI. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So in case anybody missed it, it got really cold. Really dark. (laughs) Cold and dark. Um, So winter storm URI, because we actually purchase all of our electricity off of the electric grid, um, we got a big bill, Mm. a really big bill. For the city, it was $48 million. And that $48 million came in two components. The first component was um, to replace the power supply. So because there were plant failures and windmill failures and yada, 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 um, we had to um, go to the grid and buy essentially on the spot market um, electricity to even have any electricity to turn off and on for people. Um, That cost was about $13 million. Then there was another cost that is what's called ancillary services. And the easiest way for me to think of it is if everybody in the city decided they were going to turn every light on in their house and use their oven and their heater all at the same time, um, our business has to be able to make sure that that can happen without a problem. And we don't buy the electricity for that to happen because that would just be silly. Um, But we do have to pay kind of a dollar amount related to that. And because of the way the ERCOT rules were written, that bill for the city was $34 million. But was that all from local consumption and so forth? Or did we have to kind of foot a portion of the bill for other parts of the state? No, we haven't got that yet. We don't have that portion yet. Oh, perfect. So the portion that we footed, the $48 million, was just for College Station. It amounts to about $1,100 per per meter or per per, uh, customer that we would have. um, That's what it would have cost each of those customers. If we had actually put it on the bill, that's what it would have cost them. But we didn't do that because we were conservative and had been saving money for years and had that amount of money. Um, We also don't anticipate that we're gonna, we're not gonna raise the rates for electric to try and recoup some of that. We think that we're gonna be able to manage it with the power supply contract changes that we have coming as well as um, some adjustments to their capital plan and some other things that we've done so that we don't have to raise those rates right now. I think that's remarkable because if this had happened, say, eight years ago, 10 years ago, I don't know that we could do that. I think that past councils have deliberately uh, made sure that that electric fund would be healthy enough to where we could absorb something like this should it ever happen. I think so too. And I think think the fourth thought foresight that they had actually we benefited from um the you mentioned about the um are we paying for bills for the other part of the state Mm -hmm. and that hasn't been 
decided yet. So the whole caveat with, okay, we're not raising anybody's electric rate is we don't know what the state legislature is going to do and how that bill is going to be settled. Right now, under the existing rules, um, it will take 96 years to for everybody that is still in business to pay back um, the uh, generators the amount of money from the companies that went bankrupt. And um, at 96 years, College Station's portion of that is minimal, and we think we can absorb it without raising the rates at this point in time. Um, but if the rules change and we don't control the rules, then that may have to change. But we have already checked to make sure that that would get highlighted on their bill, that it was something that was coming from the state. Okay. Anything else about the electric fund, at least? No, um, we issued some debt for them to keep them to keep them whole. We're going to do that again for FY22, but that is what is going to keep us from being able to raise anybody rate anybody's rates. So I think all in all, I'm really happy with how we weathered the storm. Yeah, literally. <laughs> uh, you want to move on to what water? Yeah, wastewater? Water, well, actually, water and wastewater um, they operate together, so we can do those together. Okay. Um, so water and wastewater, they did really well in the storm. We only had one major breakage mm -hmm. um, that had to be uh, fixed, and it was actually on the Welburn side. So um, there was really no significant damage um, per se, and there could have been. There could have been a lot of pipes breaking. Um, we don't think that we're going to have to change the water or the wastewater rates for next year either as a result of the storm. In addition, um, all three of those, um, what we call our metered utilities, um, they're going to be able to get their 75% of the COVID expense reductions back, mm. as well as whatever they had on the hiring freeze. And wastewater has some um, industrial treatment um, lab work that's kind of expensive that they're going to need to get done, as well as one other um, SLA or request, but I don't remember what that is. Question. Uh -oh. So it feels like now uh, it's been raining forever. And when it rains like this forever, uh, fewer people are running their sprinklers and, and all that kind of stuff. It, do you feel like that this is going to have any kind of significant impact on on the revenues we typically generate this time of the year in water sales? We don't think so. Um, only from a standpoint is, I mean, we're not weathermen, hmm. um, but we do try and take that kind of factor into effect. We don't use the direct last year as okay, that's the revenue we're gonna get. Get It's actually an average over, I think it's like 10 years okay. that we use to predict, which kind of smooths out the, it's hot one year and there's a drought and it's rainy one year and you know we're living in the rainforest. So that kind of all smooths out. Okay, so. anything else about water or wastewater? No, I think we are good with them. I think what, you know, we are really pleased that we're able to get through those with no rate increases. Okay, that's good. So no proposed rate increases for electric, none for water or wastewater. Nope. We're good there. So the other two, we call them minor, um, and they're not minor, but we call them minor um, enterprise funds just because they don't generate as much, as much revenue as mm -hmm. the other uh, three. The uh, solid waste 
fund, which is you know the the trash pickup, they have um, done really well as, as also. Their rates are tied to the CPI. Uh, you so the consumer price index, uh, just like some of the rates in um, uh, the general fund. Okay. So there'll be a 1.7% increase in the rates on that side, but just because that that's what the inflation factor is for the last two years because we didn't raise them last year. Okay. And then um, they are requesting another operator as well as another truck. And trash trucks are expensive. Yeah, I guess they are. And they're going to get, uh, well, they're requesting those as well as some software so that they can remap um, much more efficient trash routes to be able to pick those up. Okay. And then the Northgate parking, they took a big hit revenue wise yeah. um, because nobody's here to park in the garage, right? Right. right. Um, so they have some street level kind of meter replacement and dome replacements they need to do for parking. But um, we're gonna we're kind of taking a wait and see attitude a little a little bit with the parking garage to see you know is it being utilized now that a and m's got new parking garages and and mm. that kind of thing so we're just taking a little bit of a wait and see attitude there parking garage the surface lot kind of behind the the dixie chicken in that area and the street parking yep right yep that's the part that's the parking enterprise okay what else so. do we need to know about uh, about these funds these enterprise funds um there's two more um they're actually I think they're actually included in special revenue in the budget book. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit confusing, but they show up on your utility bill, um, which makes them real confusing. Um, the drainage uh, utility and the roadway maintenance uh, fee. Okay. The drainage utility is basically to help with the culverts and when there is too much rain and we're living in the rainforest. And then um, the roadway maintenance fee is uh, put in think it was in 2017 maybe um to help get some additional materials for um road repair and maintenance along the way um and everybody that drives on the road is not necessarily a citizen of college station but they could get a utility bill okay. so that's where that extra money comes in and those two are both going up 1.7 percent too because they're on that cpiu okay did we do okay or did we miss anything? I think we got it all. That's Enterprise <laughs> Fuzz. All right. In our final exciting episode of this <laughs> mini-series, uh, Mary Ellen will be focusing on capital projects. We also may be discussing debt a little bit. Okay. okay. So another reminder, if you want to take your own look at the proposed budget, visit cstx.gov budget. You'll find the document there. And again, thanks for listening to or thanks for watching us for All Up In Your Budget. Mm -hmm.